What's up guys, this is Sean and welcome to another episode of the Eheng Podcast And today we'll be an asking Sean uh, We will be answering a question from uh, Zeng Ming Heng Right, so Kimberly, sorry. <laughs> okay, why always pronounce people's full name? Uh, hi Sean, I have a doubt on whether to buy the property now or wait until I save enough. I'm currently interested in a five hundred thousand property, which the monthly instalment is still within your budget, which is two thousand five in thirty years lah. However, after calculate with mortgage calculator, I found that with four point two percent interest rate, by the time I clear the loan, I already spent millions. Whether should I buy a property in my 20s or wait another 5 to 10 years? Save a big chunk of money to reduce housing loan. Thank you very much for your time on reading this email. Camberly. So first of all, Camberly, thank you very much for your email, right? I think this is a first-time home buyer misunderstanding. Uh, a lot of people, right, don't like other people to make money. Because if you think that way, right, if I take a loan, right, if I... Now the house is 500000 By the time I finish up the loan, the house will cost $1 million, right? So like the bank would have earned 500000 which is double. Uh, wow, so good. Might as well be bank, right? That's a bank business forever good. Lor. So this is a concept where in the market, they call it leverage. Lah, meaning to use facilities, right? To actually help yourself make money. And the other concept is actually called win-win situation. Like today, now scenario one, you wait until you can save the whole amount. Let's say one hundred thousand. Maybe one year you can save twenty thousand. You can save five years straight, right? For one hundred thousand. So five years later, you use that one hundred thousand to buy back this house. There's two things to be considered. Number one is the time value of money. The one hundred thousand today and the one hundred thousand five years later would have been different in terms of value. So today now Milo Ice is 320. Five years later, I think with this COVID and everything, right, it might cost five ringgit, right? So maybe five ringgit for a Milo already in the future. Plus, that same property that you are going to buy, right, let's say 500,000. Five years later, do you think it's still 500,000? Let's say be very conservative lah. Okay, 20% increase lah. It's around 600,000 already. So the theory of uh, saving more money so I can actually pay less interest to the bank to get a product, right, then it doesn't make sense because this product actually appreciate in value. If you talk about cars, then maybe different lah. Because cars generally all will depreciate, meaning like you're actually paying interest for something that is depreciating. So that applies for car, but for house, right, it's a whole different theory. The way you should be thinking is this, like 500,000, okay? 500,000, let's say, if you can use no money at all, meaning like zero of your money, you just use your credibility. It means that you can prove to the bank that you, you can pay this 2,005 monthly, meaning your salary is around six to 7,000. Let's say 10 years later, okay? The property, uh, as the same case, is 20% increase, let's say, lah. for example, only, lah. Uh, 600,000 then. But then how much money that you actually cough out in the first place? Zero. But you already participate in the journey of making money together. So let's say every month you still need to pay the bank uh, 2005, right? But in, in that 2005, not 100% is actually payable to the loan amount. Because some portion of it is actually interest. In every month, right, the installment payment, 2005, depends on your loan tenure. But generally, let's talk about 30 years. 77% of that 2005 is actually interest. So 23% is only paying the principal. That's why after the first five years, right, your loan amount still got a lot. Man. What you need to understand is you are making money without using your money. That's what we call leverage. So the best case scenario is this. Huh? Best case scenario, I use Z of my money 
maybe a one thousand booking fee like, or whatever. Then to secure this house at five hundred thousand. Uh, then when I get the keys three to four years later. I can actually rent out. Then at that moment of time, 10 years later, the property is actually 600,000. Let's say you want to sell now, right? So 600,000, maybe you pay the loan a little bit. Uh, you still owe the bank 480,000, for example. So it means that 600 minus 480,000, you indirectly earn like 120,000. Then maybe after tax and all, 70, 80,000. 70, 80,000, you can make a profit without coughing out a lot of capital. So that is the concept of win-win where the bank win, you win as well as leverage. Meaning like at this moment of time, whole concept is to use the least money that you have to make the most profit or to make the most return back in an investment. That's why a lot of youngsters still sometimes argue that, hey, I put my money into stock market better. La. I put my money into fixed deposit better. La. So the concept is this. I use 100 to make 3 ringgit a year or I use 3 ringgit to make 100 a year. It makes a lot of difference. So that is called leverage and real estate is the only, one of the only asset that the bank right actually loan you money 90% of the portion. You only cough out 10%. I will cough out 90% right and to let you own a property that will increase in value yeah so think about that banks are so good in calculating with it and that's the only asset that they actually do so so i think that's all Kimberly, for the question uh, i hope you understand this may sound very easy for seasonal investors uh, but i really need you to understand two concepts only one is leverage one is win-win Okay, so I think that's all for this episode. If you really like this episode, like it, share it, and even subscribe for more information like this. Until next time, this is Sean Tan. Ciao.